Hey, I've got some exciting news for you. For nearly a decade, the Social Media Marketing Society has been helping marketers like you to keep up with the changing times. This is our private community just for marketers, and the doors are open right now. When you join, you get access to ongoing training and become part of a welcoming community of marketers who are just like you. Learn more at smmarketingsociety.com. Again, smmarketingsociety.com. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, your guide to the ever-changing world of social media. All right, welcome to today's show where we are going to break down some powerful YouTube updates, including big announcement this week about new features coming to YouTube. They just announced these hours ago. We want to get you up to date on those. Uh, also, major new insights from YouTube about shorts. If you're using shorts or considering using shorts, you will not want to miss this. A new AI tool that is being tested, that early feedback from a few people we've talked to is not good. The good news is you can opt out of it, and so you're going to want to be aware of that as well. And as YouTube uh, getting their ideas from the Department of Transportation, this is an interesting one uh, that they are going to be doing as well. All right. My name is Jerry Potter. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, a production of Social Media Examiner, where we break down all of the latest social media news and what it means for marketers like you. And I'm also a YouTuber and have been able to grow my channel to over 100,000 subscribers. So I am super excited to share these updates with you today. I was recently at Social Media Marketing World and I had a chance to connect with some of our best customers. A lot of them listen to our podcast, just like you do. Not everyone knows what I'm about to share with you. We do something special here at Social Media Examiner. The best of the best of the guests that you hear on the Social Media Marketing Podcast not only teach at our conference, but they're also part of our secret society called the Social Media Marketing Society. Each month, our top-tier guests who have been on my show are invited to train inside our society for an exclusive group of marketers who are just like you. The training is designed to help you go from being a passive consumer of content to a marketer who is in active learning mode. So if you're ready to make real progress with your marketing, you're a perfect fit for the Social Media Marketing Society. Join us by visiting smmarketingsociety.com. We've got a really big sale that is ending very soon, so don't delay. Again, visit smmarketingsociety.com and join today. All right, first up. They had a made on YouTube event just a day yesterday or the day before and announced a lot of really interesting things. Um, first up, lots of AI stuff coming into 2024, more than we have time to get into, but no surprise, YouTube is going all in on AI and what's possible. But one of them that they talked about, which is really interesting, is called Dream Screen, okay? And what you'll be able to do or that your clients will be able to do with this is you'll be able to create an AI-generated image or video background for YouTube Shorts simply by typing in an idea into the screen. So some of the ideas they said, uh, ever wish you were filming in outer space, trekking through an enchanted forest, dreamt that your pug drove you to school. So the idea is basically you're going to be able to dream up whatever, and it'll make not just an image background, but an actual video background. So this is going to be rolling out to select creators very soon before we should all get it coming up next year. So another big announcement at the Made on YouTube event this week was that YouTube Shorts, there are 70 billion 
YouTube shorts watched per day uh, by over 2 billion logged in users on YouTube, which is crazy, which I had to do the quick math. I was like, wow, that's like 35 shorts per person. I'm sure there are some people that watch hundreds and bring the average way up as well, while other people maybe only watch a few. But shorts are just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Now, what counts as a view? That was something that we've all been curious about if you've been making shorts. And uh, YouTube did get a little insight on this recently, and we'll talk about that here in just a second. And then the other big announcement at the Made on YouTube event is YouTube is coming out with its own video editing app for mobile phones. So CapCut has become a very popular free app for editing videos. It's owned by TikTok or TikTok's parent company. So no surprise, they saw the value in making it easier for people to create good content. Uh, it's kind of funny thinking about how much, you know, those of us in the industry have paid for video editing tools for years and years and years. And now these companies are making great ones that are completely free. Now it is going to be on a mobile device. I personally don't like editing on my mobile device. I'm going to probably still stick with things that are on the computer, but CapCut has a computer version now. So it wouldn't be surprised if YouTube went in that direction as well. Um, it's called YouTube Create. And it is available in beta right now in some markets. So if you have an Android device, you might be able to find it in the Google Play Store in beta. I don't know how they do that with the beta ones, but you can check it out if you are curious. Has all of the usual features, but one of them that stood out to me was uh, automatic beat matching. So if you have a song and you want your clips to jump like to the beat, it's so satisfying for us as humans, right? When the music changes or the beat comes down right as the cut changes, it'll do that automatically, which I think is pretty impressive for a free app. That is gonna be coming here very, very soon. Now, another big update on shorts, some incredible insights about things that many of us at Social Media Examiner have been very curious about around YouTube shorts, which I wanna share with you here in just a second. We're also getting pretty excited though about social media marketing world. If you have any kind of travel limitations around this though, like you wanna be at the event, but you can't be there, you wanna be there, but experience it still live. Well, great news, we've got you covered. You can experience the conference live from anywhere with our streaming ticket, okay? You can unlock all the newest social media strategies straight to your screen, gain a competitive edge without ever leaving your desk. If you wanna grab this virtual ticket, you can get it right now, the streaming ticket at socialmediamarketing.world, okay? Socialmediamarketing.world uh, to get all of the amazing things that are gonna be shared at the event. All right. The YouTube Shorts algorithm explained. Now, there's been sort of official press releases about this before, but the director of Shorts Product Management, his name's Todd, hi Todd, uh, they sat down with him and asked him a bunch of questions. And some of these are kind of obvious. I'm gonna weed out the stuff that's less important, but some of these, it was some really interesting insights. And so if you're doing Shorts or thinking about doing Shorts, uh, you're going to want to, I think, be aware of these. So one of them, uh, the question was, is the shorts algorithm the same as long form and should we still be thinking audience first? So they did say that the, you know, yes, of course, you should be thinking audience first. We all should be as marketers. But what he said was, yes, the algorithms are pretty much the same, except, and this is the major difference on YouTube with longs or vods as they call them with the longer videos they are somebody is actually taking an action to watch it because they found it in search they saw it on the side they clicked on it something like that right unless it's an ad it's not just being pushed to somebody but shorts of course are different because people are swiping and it's just that next video that's there so this was a very interesting question what exactly counts as a view on the shorts feed 
So I had just shared where they said, yeah, shorts are getting 70 billion views a day. So what does that mean? Like a fraction of a second? Now on full YouTube videos, and I don't believe this has changed, a view is counted as 30 seconds, which is great. Um, on Facebook for years, it's been three seconds, which, you know, I always say people could be swiping through the, you know, the feed, turn away for a second to answer a question from somebody, turn back, and they didn't see the video at all, but they still count that as a view. So I've always liked YouTube's approach on this. And they aren't going to give us a specific length of time to watch. And I'll tell you why in a second. But they said it's basically based on a viewer's intent of watching the video. Okay. So are they deliberately watching it? Obviously, if it just came up in the feed, they may not be. And essentially, they said they don't want to give a specific length because they don't want people to try and game the system, essentially. And they said they may change it in the future. So for now, though, the impression that I got based on watching what Todd said was that if somebody gets it in their feed, in other words, there wasn't like an intention to watch it, then maybe a shorter span counts as a view. But if they clicked on it, then it might require a longer span before they count it as a view. So, and it's hard to come up with a standard when you've got videos that are, you know, five seconds and videos that are 60 seconds. So um, how long should a short be was another one of the questions that came up. Uh, he said, what length do you need to tell your story? But the interesting part of this was the interviewer pushed him like, come on, 90 seconds. We want to, he didn't say this, but because he worked for YouTube, but we want to repurpose our Instagram reels and our Facebook reels and our TikToks on shorts here. Can we get 90 seconds here? He said that it's actually a very slippery slope. That's how they look at it. Because like with TikTok, it started at 15 and I think maybe 30, then 60, then 90. And all of a sudden it was 10 minutes. And YouTube already has long videos and they do it really, really well. So they don't see themselves ever going there the way TikTok did. And so they're planning to continue with 60 seconds or less, um, you know, for the foreseeable future. So that's good to know. Uh, another big question, what about custom thumbnails? So you can't upload a thumbnail to your YouTube short the way you can do a regular video, even though you can do it on Facebook Reels and Instagram Reels. And this was an interesting answer too. He basically said, most thumbnails are never seen, right? Unless somebody goes to a YouTube channel, they're just not seen. And so the suggestion was, look, don't overinvest your time in thumbnails. Uh, spend that effort making another video instead. So that's probably not likely to change anytime soon. For now, you can choose a frame of the video to be your thumbnail, but you cannot make a custom thumbnail, okay? Um, does posting time matter for shorts performance when you put it up? Nope, just simple as that. Put it up when you know it needs to go up. The only thing he said is if it was something like breaking news, then sooner is better than later, but there is no 10 a.m. versus 6 p.m. anything here. And then should you delete and repost your shorts to get more views? And I've seen a lot of people teaching this strategy. And he said, definitely not. And he said, there's a risk that it will get seen as spam in their system because it's the same video being uploaded over and over again. And I thought this was a good suggestion too. He said, if you put up a video and it didn't do that well, then make a better version of that video. Like if you put up that video, you felt like it should do well, but it didn't do that well then make a better version of that video and then put that one up. And you might even be able to use some of the same clips and, and uh, things like that and you know maybe tighten it up. So really interesting insights about YouTube Shorts. Uh, another update, they are testing Q&A stickers. So we have this on some of the other social media platforms where you can ask a question. And YouTube Shorts hasn't really had stickers at all. So you're gonna be able to ask a question in your Shorts 
And then this is all about building community with your audience. Uh, and so there's still a test right now, but you may have it. You can say something like, hey, what should I cover in my next video or different things like that. So you may have that. And then the big update, and we talked about this on our last YouTube episode, is related videos in shorts. Everyone should have this now. And this is where they took away the ability to have clickable links in shorts, but now you can actually have your short linked to another video on YouTube. And the way that it works is you just go into YouTube Studio and you can choose to link to another video. And it's actually pretty interesting. The one thing that it's made me rethink about all of this though, I kind of want to start changing my titles to be more clickable rather than searchable. Now, of course, that goes against everything we know about YouTube, but I have a smaller channel that I'm experimenting with because um, essentially for somebody to click, and especially early on with this being a new feature, the consumer behavior has to follow. Will somebody click a video, especially a longer one while they're watching shorts? And the other thing to test, of course, if you want to look into this is actually making shorts where in the short you say, hey, click to watch the full video because you know that link is going to be down there. So everybody should have it. If you don't, um, you need to make sure you have advanced features, which is basically uploading your um, ID or having your channel long enough. There's a few ways to ways to do it. But if you search for YouTube advanced features, um, you'll find all of that right there. So, all right. Um, if you are a YouTuber and you get ads run on your channel and, and share the revenue, and I know there's a lot of businesses that make money marketing their business on YouTube and they make ad revenue, this is important to know. Um, they're simplifying, as they're calling it, the ad controls starting in November. So right now, you can basically select where you want ads on your videos, pre-roll, post-roll, skippable, non-skippable, you know, all that kind of stuff. When you turn them on, they can go, you know, to, you can kind of choose. Moving forward, it'll just be ads on or off. There won't be a way to specify or get that specific with it. I don't know if this is so that they can create more inventory. The one thing you'll still be able to do, though, is you'll have full control over uh, mid-roll ads and placements that show up in the middle of your videos on YouTube. And I think they think this is important because obviously that's that user experience. So um, good to know with that. Uh, we told you a couple of months ago about this new level of the YouTube partner program. So normally you need a thousand subscribers and whatever else it is to, to be in the partner program, but they have a lower level now with 500 subscribers that unlocks uh, super thanks, super chat, membership, some other things that might be helpful for marketers. And now they've expanded it to uh, another 33 countries. So. If you didn't have it before, you may have it now. You can go into YouTube Studio and click on the Earn tab to see if you are eligible. All right, we talked about AI and all of the investments that YouTube is making in AI, uh, like your pug driving you to school was one of the suggestions that they made. But this is um, this is actually, I think, really helpful. This is all about running ads on YouTube. So not, not ads on your videos on YouTube, but you as an advertiser running ads on YouTube. I'll tell you, I know Facebook ads pretty well. And the first time I looked into YouTube ads, it was like a foreign language. There are obviously similarities. So they are adding an AI-based feature to help set up and optimize video campaigns. And so uh, I guess people have already implemented this, according to YouTube, are seeing an increase in conversions. So if you do manage YouTube ads, might be something to go in and just look at and uh, add it to your testing and see what happens. The thing I always like to remind myself with algorithms and all of these things is the algorithm knows way more about the people watching than we ever do. Like we may like we may know our ideal customer or client, we may know them really, really well, 
but the algorithm knows other things about them that maybe aren't related to our business for getting in front of the right people. And so that's why I always like to look at and consider testing some of those features there. So, okay. Um, another thing that's being tested right now, apparently there's been a, a lot of complaints about people who don't upload very often. So this might be good news for you if you don't upload 10 shorts a day, like some people are doing, uh, is because they feel like they can never compete with the people that upload 10 shorts a day. If you're a busy marketer or business owner or agency, it's hard to upload 10 shorts a day, right? Unless somebody's compensating you for it very, very well. And so what they're experimenting with is a shelf that will be in the feed. So if someone is browsing the main YouTube feed, it will actually show multiple pieces of content from the same person they're subscribed to. I kind of like this because if I have multiple videos out there, the one that comes up in your feed first, you may not be interested in. But now if there's a few to choose from it, you might go, oh yeah, I definitely want to watch that one. So uh, that's just being tested right now with a small percentage of viewers. Uh, but be aware of that. That may be another way that people discover you via YouTube, okay? And then this is the new AI feature that we've talked to a few people that have it and the reviews are not good. The good news is you can opt out of it, okay? You can opt out of it and this might just be worth looking into if it's on your account. And what it is, is you may have noticed if you upload regularly that when you choose your category in YouTube, if you choose education, there are a bunch of new features where you can, or settings that you can add underneath. And I haven't done anything with those because I just look at that and I go, okay, I don't have time for that. So what it is, is it's called Key Concepts and it's supposed to scan the video and identify key concepts that are covered while teaching and then essentially create like short snippets um, and even images from those directly on the video's watch page, okay? so. Theoretically, this sounds amazing. When I first saw it, I went, oh my gosh, that would be so cool to get more information. But if you've ever seen any of these AI summaries, sometimes they clearly pull the wrong thing and it doesn't come out very well. So uh, a few people that we've talked to that have tested it have found that same thing. Um, so just be aware of it. If you wanna opt out of it, it's called Key Concepts and you can opt out of it at the video level. Um, so you go into YouTube Studio and go into the, uh, you know, the details of your video and the show more section, and you can opt out of it. Right now they're focusing on school subjects as they call it, um, chemistry, biology, physics, and uh, only English language videos, and it's just a small sample, um, but it is something that is uh, being played with right now. On the consumer side, uh, people are seeing it on uh, mobile while watching on YouTube. Um, and then if you manage your comment, if you have a lot of comments on YouTube, great new update for managing them now. On mobile, they're adding uh, or testing comment search filters in the mobile app. So if you do a lot of comment management on the go, or it would be helpful if you could, that's helpful. Here's the thing I love about this though. You know, we got the, the opportunity sometime um, this year, I believe when it rolled out where you can actually reply to a comment as a YouTube short. And so sometimes when I've done that, I'll use the comments on desktop because I can filter them. And then I realize, you know, and then I'll go to and try and find the comment on mobile and then try and create the short. It's very clunky. And so I like this now because it'll make it easier and faster to find the comments on the mobile device and then be able to turn it into a short right then and there. All right, is YouTube taking a page out of the Department of Transportation or the Department of Motor Vehicles playbook? This is really interesting. You know how, and you may not know this, but in, in a lot of areas, if you have a um, some sort of traffic violation, 
they'll let, and I don't know the specifics because I've never gone through it, but they'll let you go to traffic school or some sort of educational thing, and then it gets cleaned off your record and it doesn't exist anymore. Um, I've seen, uh, sometimes stores will do this. If you get caught shoplifting, you go to a shoplifting workshop and then they won't press charges or different things like that. And so what YouTube is doing, and this is out now, is if you get a community guidelines warning or strike, you can go and take an educational training course that they're going to provide. And if you do this, they will remove the warning from your channel as long as you don't violate the same policy within 90 days. Now, obviously, if you do it over and over and over again, they're going to crack down on you. But this is an option that is really great. I feel lucky that because it's sometimes you can inadvertently get one of these strikes. Uh, but I talked to a few people that have got them, and they can be really hard to get rid of. And so this is an opportunity to take a class uh, and get it removed and then be right back to having access to all the tools or monetization or whatever it might be on the YouTube channel. And speaking of borrowing things from other industries, uh, I'm wondering if YouTube is, is uh, being influenced by Netflix on this one. They are testing something uh, that they're calling a new experience on YouTube called Playables. And these are essentially video games that can be played directly on YouTube, both on desktop and mobile, okay? And what it says is if you're part of this experiment, you'll see a section on YouTube called Playables that'll appear beside other content in the home feed. And you can go in and play these little games. Now, I can't imagine they're that fancy, although technology has obviously gotten really great. But Tetris wasn't that fancy, and it's one of the most you know popular games of all time, right? So it'll be interesting to see. And uh, you know, one of the things that came up during this conversation about this, Jason, who's on our staff, said, oh, that maybe that's a new ad placement. And I don't know if you've ever seen it on Netflix, but Netflix actually has video games. Um, Apple TV has video games. And so there's more and more of this kind of stuff going on. Anything that helps them stay in the app longer. Um, we don't know if it's the kind of thing where they're going to be able to play the game while they're watching a video or what it might be. But that is something that you may see and that your audience may be seeing very, very soon. So quick reminder, if you are ready to level up your social media game and make the next year the biggest one ever, uh, you can get a Social Media Marketing World streaming ticket and watch and join us from anywhere. Just go to socialmediamarketing.world to learn more and grab that streaming ticket. Again, it's socialmediamarketing.world. And if you have, uh, if you're looking for another podcast to add to your listening lineup, two for you to check out. One, the Social Media Marketing Podcast with Michael Stelzner, as well as the Marketing Agency Show. This is one of our newest shows specifically for people that own or manage or work at agencies. It's very, very good. Check both of those out in your favorite podcasting app. And until next time, may you be wise with your marketing decisions. Thanks, everyone. Bye. The Social Media Marketing Talk Show is a Social Media Examiner production. For more social media insight, visit socialmediaexaminer.com. Hey, just a quick reminder, join the Social Media Marketing Society today and level up your marketing for your company or your clients. Visit smmarketingsociety.com to find out more.